Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Induna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services, where he brings resources together to help scale your business. I have Dr. <laughs> Cole Galloway. He's a recovering academic working in social justice and disability, primarily with babies, as the founder at Go Baby Go. And I have Kevin Wash. He's a coach, mentor, author, trainer, and speaker running a consultancy business specializing in sales for international property development based in Spain. The question that Cole suggested today, how important is happiness at work? Cole, your topic, floor is yours. Yes, I think happiness is very important in work because work is part of life. And although uh, some of us have to compartmentalize our work person and our life person, and sometimes there's more than just a legal veil between work and life, I think that people, when they stop and think about their companies and their leadership, or if, if they're employee and their employer, they, they would like to be authentic and they'd like to be balanced and they'd like to be happy. And I think that the research on productivity and whatever your metric is for, for work whether it's efficiency, which I don't think is a great one, or, or impact on the world, I think happiness is something that we should be talking a little bit more about in the work. I, I think happiness is very important in the workplace, but I think you can almost break it down. There's layers in there. For example, who is responsible for my happiness? Is it my employer? Am I responsible for my employee's happiness? What makes them happy? Do I treat it on a blanket basis and give them all free cups of coffee and free Coca-Cola every hour and free biscuits? Or do I talk to them as individuals and I treat them with respect and pay them well and treat them fairly. Where does happiness align with that? What is more important? Um, so I think there's several layers to it, but I, I do believe that um, if, if you're happy in your work, your productivity will increase. There's no doubt about that. And there's so many great quotes about if you love what you're doing, you're never going to work. And if you love what you're doing, that would tell me that you're happy with it. I spent a lot of time living and working in South Africa and there's a lot of people there that have got no reason to be happy in their work. But what the one thing that, that the overriding takeaway for me was passion. They would all look for their passion. And if they found their passion, that was their reason to go to work every day. The passion was what drove them. That's what made them better. Did that make them happy? I don't know, but they were passionate about them. So I would imagine they were probably happy with what they were doing. I agree with everything everybody said, so it's hard to add anything of real relevance, but to me, the operating uh, question is, what is happiness? Is happiness the paycheck that you get? Is that how you equate happiness? Is happiness the people that you work with on a daily basis? Is happiness a uh, lack of conflict at work? It's a matter of defining what happiness is, but at the end of the day, you're responsible for your happiness in your job. And it doesn't matter who you work for and what you do. If you work for somebody and they make your life miserable by giving you intolerable um, assignments or they're constantly berating you, then by no definition is that happiness. And you should be able to move on to something else. I think you see that a lot now with people are less inclined to stay in a current role for more than five or six years before they move on. That's a long time. It is a long yeah, time yeah. Uh, because they are, they're constantly searching for this holy grail. I don't know what that holy grail is. Mm -hmm. So when I thought about this question, I, I went back to when I worked in the corporate space before I had any education, when I was playing volleyball competitively, I literally would say, I don't have a career. I have a job that pays for my life. 
And so I wasn't looking for a whole lot from work. I just wanted it to pay for my life. I wanted to play volleyball and whatever. So for me, happiness was don't actively make me unhappy. Don't make the condition crazy where you're giving me different instructions. I can't meet your needs. You're not happy with me. Just don't make me unhappy. And that was enough for me when I had that kind of job. I just want to ask you, Robin, did you own that though? Oh yeah. I was very, very clear that I have a job that pays for my life. I don't have a career. I'm not trying to go somewhere. I just want my bills to be paid. I want to show up to work. I want to do my job. I want to do it really, really well. I was even on call, which that was fine. I'll be on call when I'm expected to be on call, but just don't actively make me unhappy. That was my only ask of my job. And they couldn't do that. But isn't there a case there, Robin, that if that employer had approached you in a different from a different avenue, they could have made you actively engaged and actively happy by combining it, by finding out what makes you, because it sounds to me you're going through the motions of a job to fund your life outside of the work, which tells me you wouldn't be an actively engaged. You're not actively disengaged, but you're kind of in no man's land there, which tells me you're, I wouldn't be getting the best out of somebody if that's what they were doing. I don't think that's true. And the reason I don't is because, I mean, I have a very in-depth, Protestant work ethic. If I'm working, I'm working. I'm giving you a hundred percent. So if I'm there, I'm going to be engaged. So I don't think I was disengaged from my job, but I also like if they brought in pizza, I wasn't going to eat that. I was an athlete. I wasn't eating that kind of food. So that kind of stuff, that stuff didn't matter to me. What mattered to me, pay me fairly, treat me fairly, give me the information I need to do a good job. And then don't fuss at me about ridiculous things. So then when we go back to the question of what is happiness or how important is happiness, I think that not people making people unhappy is more important than trying to make them happy. I'm curious, is there a correlation between age, your chronological age in your career and what you define as happiness? I would think so. I've been a university person for almost 30 years in academics and for the last 15 years, I've been in an area where oppressed and marginalized populations are right there in my research. And the university has never challenged me. It was kind of like, in fact, the more the community said, do this and do that, the more I was kind of labeled a loose cannon and a, a person that was at the boundaries, wasn't really a team player, that whole thing. So I think it did change. I had a little bit, I have a little bit of um, um, a Robin situation where they just didn't get in my way. That's all I was asking. Just, I, I know you're not going to challenge me. I'd love to be challenged. So I was, I've maintained sort of a happiness level, I think, throughout 30 years with varying metrics on what that meant for happiness. I, I think in, in the last 10 or 15 years, I've been more authentic than ever. That's where the friction was. I think sort of giving what I hear from you three is, Kevin talking about leadership, listening, matching, seeing people, and even in the most mundane jobs. I think that can be really important. I think that just, it decreases the oversight that leadership has to do. And it and it, it's just, it bothers me, especially in academics where between the parking lot and the classroom and laboratory, people change from a, a caring, well-balanced person to a very focused, academic, disconnected person. And then they go back, as they go back to their car, they go back through the parking lot and emerge into this yeah. full human. And so students and research projects and administrators, they're not authentic enough. They're not like what I, what I see on this screen here is authentic people trying to 
actually squeeze out of work much more and challenge themselves. Sure. I think the line about the, the, the transformation from the car park to the office is classic in so many cases, Colin. I mean, from my personal perspective, I, I decided to, run, to develop my own business because I was happy doing what I wanted to do. And much as I'd worked in corporations and I liked something, I enjoyed success there, I recognized I couldn't make changes because of the way they were. So I figured, well, my happiness was doing what I want to do. So now I've got the best of both worlds. I step in and out of corporations and try to make changes. And I see it so many times where you can see these people. For me, the people that enjoy what they're doing, that walk from the car park, they don't change. And I see the other people that literally, it's deep breath, here we go again go into the office eight hours to get through. And they're the guys to try to make those people happy is very, very difficult because I think a lot of people, you can't make them happy. Their challenge is internal. Which is why I asked the question about age because I think that sometimes people reach an age, maybe in their mid forties, maybe their fifties, where they haven't actualized what they thought they would be. And then so their definition of happiness is different. So you're right. On the way that I always used to tell people that, that we should celebrate the people that are the ones that punch a time clock every day because they figure out a way to be successful, put a roof over their head, have a car to drive, put food on their plate and take care of their families. Whereas people in leadership roles, they have different definitions of what happiness is, or they reaching for that next rung so that they can say, I made it. There's a lot of layers to this onion of what is happiness. Well, and that is where we're going to have to leave it because that is our 10 wow. minutes. So wow. I appreciate you guys having this conversation with me. I do think this is super nuanced and very individual. And I don't think anyone can go in and say, I can make everyone happy at work. I don't think that's a thing. I so thank you so that. much. And I look forward to speaking to you each again really soon.